Thank you for joining In the Vine Dating Podcast with host Melissa Chavez, where we'll be inviting different guests to answer all of your questions about Christian dating and relationships. And of course, discussing our upcoming dating mixers and events. For more information, you can visit our website at inthevinedating.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to show your support and like, share, and subscribe. Hi, everybody. Welcome to In the Vine Dating Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. My name is Melissa Chavez, and I'm your host. And here with me, I have... Yesi. Shekinah. <laughs> Denise. And I remember that I was so excited in the first episode that I didn't even introduce you guys. So really? it's a delayed introduction. <laughs> but by now, you know, this is a crew. This is a posse. This is a panel. So welcome back to our faithful listeners. And to those of you that are turning in, tuning in for the first time, welcome. um so let's see can you guys believe valentine's day is uh less than two weeks away from the airing of this episode that's crazy to me it It still feels like we were going through december but there's already decor up like (laughs) everywhere like valentine's decor yeah these people don't play yeah they really don't play um yeah so that means that it's even less time for our event so make sure that you sign up because we do cap it off to make sure that everybody um, you know, that we have the right amount of people and all these things. Last time we had to turn people away. So don't miss out on your appointments. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Divine appointment. There you go. Yes. Um, okay. So in speaking of Valentine's Day, I want to ask you girls, do you have any um, favorite Valentine memories? Uh, I'll start with you because <laughs> I just love touching your shoulder. <laughs> it brings me comfort. <laughs> I was telling Melissa I need shoulder pads if I'm going to be sitting next to her. You show up with like the football yeah. gear. So if you guys see me just come a little more bulky, you know, you know my protection. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not buff, okay? Not yet. Not yet. Um, it's not a favorite memory, but it's a memory that I just, I will always remember and my husband will too. It's our Valentine's, our first Valentine's as a couple. And um, we were we were dating, but as like I said before, we wanted, I wanted to do it very old fashioned. So we had standards and I mean, boundaries and we weren't allowed to be in the same car together. And I have a problem with locking my keys in my car. Uh, thankfully I have a car now that doesn't do that. It won't allow me. It'll alarm me. And the minute that I leave my keys in the car, um, but I used to always lock it in the car. Like, and I, I know you mentioned this earlier. You need to call AAA. Like, I maxed out my AAA calls. Oh my <laughs> so God. I had to pay for this one. <laughs> and I remember I just came home from work. I was getting all dolled up. And not only did I lock my keys in the car, but they're also my house keys. So oh. I was locked out of my apartment. So I was sitting outside in, like, by the pool area. <laughs> and, oh it was so, and it was cold because, you know, February in the oh. AV is cold. And I called Andre and I told him I locked my Oh, he was like, where are you at? And I, in the whole rush of me, like, trying to figure things out and try to see if I can call the, call somebody in the office to help me out, uh, call AAA. Like, he's like, hey, I'm here. Um, and he was going to take me to, like, this nice restaurant. Aww. And we were didn't do everything. Mm-hmm. And he he's like, hey, where are you at? And I said, I'm... <laughs> I'm still locked out. I got locked out. I was so nervous to tell you. I've been trying to figure it out. I'm so sorry. He was so sad, like so disappointed. And my husband is not like a huge Valentine's Day fan. Actually, like he doesn't like really celebrate holidays. But for this one, because it was our first time, I think it was like really special to him. Right. And obviously to me. (laughs) And so, um, so yeah. So then I wanted to have him like come pick me up. And he's like, you know, like we set these standards, like, uh, like these boundaries and I definitely don't want to like go back on them like we're trying to be purposeful right and so um we he he wasn't able to pick me up but he showed up at his house all upset Aww. people were like why aren't you on your date you just left like you got all dressed up and he was Aww. like all sad that he couldn't make it he was actually really upset with me like I think offended for a little bit because I, I you know I, I kind of like messed it up Mm. You know, I, I don't want to say that. Um, <laughs> I was going to say it right now. I was. I know where your mind was yeah. going. Um, I didn't know if you, that's appropriate, but I, I didn't think it was it was the best time ever. Actually, I was crying outside. Aww. And I was like, just pick me up. And I was like, forget our boundaries. <laughs> um, but Let's then, get married right now. <laughs> 
I know. Puppy lid. Yeah, but um, we pretty much just the next day made sure that it was like all okay and I didn't forget my keys. And then every time we would go on a date or something, he'd text me, don't leave your keys in the car. Like it became a thing. Again, like I'm so thankful that cars now are invented that they won't allow things like that to happen. But it was a very tragic first Valentine's Day. Thank God you had your phone. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because then imagine he probably, oh, he was worried because he's like, I, he's like, where, where are you? I like, he was actually worried that I got an accident or something because I wasn't there. Um, and usually, like, obviously, that's a date. I'm going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, yes. Yeah. But one, one date that I did have, um, this was once we were married, I think our first one, he had bought in me um, a makeup vanity with, like, Bluetooth speakers and everything. Aww. And um, I'm not much of a gift person, but when I received this one, I've been wanting one that's, like, fancy and has, like, the three LED lights for, like, all of the settings of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it has, like, speakers, and then it has, like, a magnifying area. And he bought that one for me, and then he surprised it, and he built it on my makeup vanity. So when I came home, I saw it, and I thought that was really nice. So sweet. Yeah. I love that. Practical gifts are the best gifts. Most of the time. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Luxury is also good. (laughs) It depends who you ask. Not not everyone's love language is gifts. Yeah. Yeah. It is mine. I'll own it. (laughs) That's why when I said it's not really my gift, but I looked at you. It's my number one. (laughs) Hasn't changed. Always has been. Always will be. <laughs> if save you like it, save like you it, some like time. it. You know, my husband knew what he was signing up for. He knows till this day. So, on that note, Denise, do you have a favorite? 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 Denise, you got your favorite? Favorite Valentine's Day? <laughs> Only tuck like that. Now oh she came. <laughs> you triggered something in the redneck came out. Oh my gosh. Do you have a favorite my whole family too? line came out in that? All the Roberts in the family. All the Bobs. All the Johns and Williams. I thought you were going to say Willies. <laughs> that too. Oh. That oh. was my shoulder, you guys. She popped it back in. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Go off, sis. <laughs> go off, sis. Yeah. What was the question? Go ahead with your <laughs> bad self. <laughs> My favorite Valentine's. Yeah. Um, Valentine's Day memory. <laughs> memory. <laughs> I actually got engaged on Valentine's. Aww. So, um, I mean, that's by far the best memory. Um, that was actually our first Valentine's together. And he um, took me out. I forgot what, what city it was, but he always knew. That, he knows that I've always wanted to go to Italy. Hmm. Um, it's still on my bucket list. And so he proposed to me on a gondola ride. And so he took me out. We went to dinner first. And he was funny because at the end he was like, I was so nervous. I had the ring in my sock, in my shoe. And the whole time I was nervous. <laughs> like, what if it falls? And so anyway, so we went. Yeah. I, I knew this after, right? But I thought it was so funny because, I mean, he held it together. But um, we went to dinner and then we got on the gondola. There was chocolates. The, the, there was, I guess, the gentleman. I don't know what, if there's like a proper name. I'm looking at you I'm like sure. you're fancy. You're blue. You're like, you would know. Actually, Denise. <laughs> I don't know. My whole line of redneck just came out. So. <laughs> yeah, so the guy, you know, took us. And then he was like, oh, there's a bottle in the water. And so he was like, can you get it? We shouldn't have, like, we shouldn't be littering type of thing. And so you're like, oh, I was like, oh. So I, I, he's like, where did oh. you find this guy? <laughs> he's like, oh, message in a bottle. And so the ambiance was beautiful, clearly, stars, moons, night. Um, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. And so he was like, oh, there's a message in the bottle. So I opened it and, yeah, said, so, you know, he's went on and on. And then um, he was like, will you marry me? And so I looked at him and he had the ring. And so mm. I said, I think I, I mean, I'm sure I said of yes. Oh, Clearly yeah, I said yes. Here but we are, yeah. I was like, well, I think I was just really shocked. But what really impressed me was the fact that he had spoken to my sister. He had spoken to my mm. parents. Like he had asked for permission. And so I was like, do my parents know? Like, you know, yeah. you know, he was like, yeah. So he had, and then obviously after the fact, you know, he, I found out that he had talked to my sister first because he doesn't really speak like Spanish very well. Mm. So clearly he spoke to my sister first. And, um, you know, they were able to talk to my mom and my dad. And, you know, he obviously we had gotten the blessing. So, I mean, it was definitely one for the books. You know, That's amazing. Mike has always and always has been very romantic Aww. till this day. Like he is just that person. Did you, were you expecting the, yeah, that the, was my the question. question? Like, or did that come out of nowhere? Like when you saw a message in the bottle, did you think like, <laughs> no, 
Did you expect that you guys were gonna get engaged no. that quick? Really? No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a shook. <laughs> yeah. So. Shook. Take notes. <laughs> Can we just have him on this podcast again? <laughs> I had no idea. I mean, because I we hadn't even talked about what kind of rings I liked. What? Like nothing. There was no inclination. There was no inclination. That's crazy. It was to the point where. Um, I didn't even have my nails done because I had no idea. Wow. I literally a had. A friend should have told you. <laughs> yeah. Your sis. Yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> Obviously, I got my nails done like the next day because I was like, I can't go to, you know, show yeah. up to work with the ring and I'm my saying, nails. Yeah. But exactly. Yeah, no, it was. Girl math. Yeah. Girl math. Chalk. <laughs> All right. Thank you for sharing. That's awesome. I love to hear it. Um, Shekinah, is there any memory that you would like to share or anything related to Valentine's Day? You know, Valentine's Day has always been a holiday I, I've always wanted to love. Mm. It just has never worked out for me, to be honest. Valentine's Day, you know, after hearing the beautiful stories, it's like, man, like, I want that. You know, so um, unfortunately, Valentine's Day hasn't ever been a holiday that has um, panned out in my mind, in my, you know, Disney fairy tale mind right. like I wanted it to. So this is love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you did that so well. <clears throat> that was me, you guys. No, it was not you. <laughs> that was totally me. Take it, take Do it. Do it again. Take it. <laughs> Let me see. A ver. <laughs> I got you, Melissa. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Shika. Thank you for believing in me. <clears throat> no, um, yeah, no, it's, it's funny because uh, that question got brought up and I was like, I don't know if you guys want to ask me that question because mm. I'm not going to keep up with the happy theme. And you guys were like, no, no, because not everyone... <laughs> has a great Valentine's story. And yeah. in fact, Valentine's Day can actually be kind of sad for people. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, after <clears throat> what I've experienced in my relationship, for those of you that have heard my interview in season one, um, Valentine's Day is a little triggering, to be mm-hmm. honest. So it's not my favorite holiday coming up. Um, I'm already planning on treating myself, <laughs> to be honest. Um, just knowing that, just knowing that Valentine's Day uh, can be a kind of a depressing day for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm planning on taking myself out on my own date. I love you know, it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm planning on doing. And um, it'll be my first Valentine's after uh, my divorce. So I'm kind of excited about it, to be honest, and mm-hmm. turning it into something that I can love again. I love that. Aww. 2024. I yeah. love that. I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you. No, but I think that's amazing. Yeah. I remember for, I've never had like a, a Valentine's Day like that. So for me, I remember I, I got good healing with my dad, actually, one day, and my mom. One day they brought, and I was like, I don't know, I was like in high school or something, and my parents brought me home a gift, and mm-hmm. like me and my sister and all that, and I was like, dude, like, I didn't expect that. Um, so for that, I just want to say, you know, if you're a father out there and you're listening mm-hmm. to this, or a mother, like, never underestimate the power mm-hmm. of your presence and the power of your intentionality. And secondly, um, because I did, uh, I, I mean, my whole life, I've never really had, like, a good experience with the Valentine's Day. So I remember just being in the church. I was like, okay, like, I'm going to turn this memory around. And so then I, I've stopped doing it recently for, I don't know, but uh, usually it's the Lord that reminds me. But um, for a few years, what I was doing is I was getting gifts for other single girls. Because I'm like, okay, like if I'm feeling like this, somebody they're also feeling like this possibly. So I would get a word from the Lord and I would just like write that for them. And so I did that for a couple of years with a little bit of candy, something small, nothing crazy, even for the teenage girls, because I think it's really important. Yeah. And I, I actually held, I, I was just remembering this a few weeks ago and I'm like, wow, Lord, like you were really projecting this whole in the vine dating thing. Because I, I had like two singles events for girls. Well, earlier on in my days, I forgot what I called them, but they were, uh, they came out of that scripture in Solomon, Songs of Solomon, where it says to not awaken love until the time is right. Mm. And so I remember I had like two different events where um, it was just like all single ladies, because again, as we discussed in the last episode, it's not about waiting um, for the right time, but it's about making the time that you're in the right time. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so I'm glad that you said that because it's true. I'm like, you know, the Lord, if if you're willing, the Lord can use anything, any day for a good thing, right? Oh, absolutely. And last, ep- uh, yeah, last episode, we talked a lot about seasons, you know, and like yeah. we really honed in on that. <clears throat> so it's just a matter of the season that you're in. And yeah. I remember when we were roommates, we had our Galentine's Day. That yeah. was so much fun. Yes. Um, a memory popped up on that recently. And we're mm-hmm. literally just, we're watching, uh, what was it, Married at First Sight? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
premarital counseling. <laughs> we for invited sure. some of the other single girls <clears throat> in our church, and we were watching Married at First Sight. We yeah. were eating snacks and just in our pajamas watching. It was the best. It was the best, yeah. and I love that. And so um, it's just it's a matter of making the most of it. It goes back to what you said last episode of if you're feeling jealous of somebody, it's because you're not content with where you're at. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so look for things to do with where you're at in the season that you're yeah. at. Yeah, yeah. And one of the other things too, I actually just to piggyback off on what you said, Melissa. When I was single um, and I had a group of, I used to call them my wolf pack, <laughs> of my single friends, we did, I did the same thing. I hosted because they were, you know, single or um, anyway, so I would host them and I would do the same thing. I would cook for them. I would treat them to a nice Valentine's. I would write, you know, I me. Mean, I've always been like a writing also like words of affirmation. I would get little heart post-its, um, mm-hmm. the ones that they have like at the Dollar Tree, and I would write messages like individual for them. And they were really appreciative of that. Yeah. Um, and another thing that you touched on was for your kids, like fathers for your daughters. And I really want to share this story because my girls love Valentine's. They look forward to Valentine's because I've, we've, my husband and I have created two where my husband dates them. And so just this week, you know, we went into the store. They saw Valentine's. They're like, oh, my gosh, we can't wait, Mom. We can't wait for Daddy to take us out and for you to, you know, um, decorate the house and give us our favorite food so we can sit down with Daddy. And Daddy gives them flowers and gives them presents. And he, you know, dresses up on a, in a suit and they dress up in their dresses. And they love the process. Like, they, like, want it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, I think that is very important because you're really teaching your your little girls, right? Um, mm-hmm. How they should be treated. And if you have a son, you're teaching them how they should be treating, you know, women. Yeah. And another thing that I want to, that I want to add is, you know, one thing that I've learned in life is if you're not accepted at somebody's table, create your own. Yes. I yeah. love that you, that you said that about Mike being a dad to his girls. <clears throat> I know um, Valentine's Day when my dad would, same thing, mm-hmm. he would take us on dates and he would get us like stuffed animals and like cards and like it's a it's a holiday of love, so it doesn't yeah. have to be um, just a holiday or it's not technically a holiday, I guess. Some people are going to get upset about that. But it's a day yeah. to recognize love. Yeah. It doesn't have to be in a romantic sense. It could be right. with your daughters, mm-hmm. especially fathers. If you're a father listening to this, give your daughter like a recognition, like a, um, you know, chocolates and just let her recognize that you love yeah. her. That's such a like, and I'm talking, you know, like anyone, any parents, any kid, but especially a father to a daughter, yeah. it's so big. I still have one of my favorite stuffed animals is a big heart teddy bear that my dad gave me for Valentine's mm. Day when I was a teenager. I still have that. I still look at that. Like, it means a lot. So <clears throat> absolutely. In that sense, when, when growing up and even now, I look forward to the gifts that my parents provide. And yeah. now I'm starting to get into that part where I'm like, maybe I should give some gift too. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I love them too, yeah. you know. Yeah. So um, it's just that. it's it's a day to celebrate love. It yeah. is. So identify the people that you love. Yeah, yeah. I it, love that. It really is what you decide to make of it. Mm-hmm. True. Um, all right. I love that. I didn't expect this to fully go down that road. As always, the, we just catch ourselves off guard. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, welcome. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now we're getting into the nitty gritty of it, and we're, I am so excited to share this reel with you guys. Um, so a little bit of context, it is a pastor, he's in the middle of a sermon, and he starts talking about girl uh, people being single, and so she, he, why waste my breath? Let me just play this yeah, for you guys. Just play that one. It's a good clip. Let me play this for you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not what I need. <laughs> That's not what I need. Here it is. <clears throat> okay. Brace yourselves, you guys. It's your fault. Okay, he said, if you're single, it's your fault. <laughs> Let me restart it. Who's single? It's your fault. <laughs> it's your fault. A woman should just shut up and look cute and nod your head. I it's your remember. fault. Who want me to who, who want me to cr- critique them right now on the spot? Oof. You do it. Come here, come here, right here. Come right here. <clears throat> come right here. Now she said she gonna do this, didn't she? Did I call her out? Did she call her herself? All right. So you need to lose weight. Find a good bra. You need to go to in- intimates. It's called intimates. I took my wife. My wife knew nothing about anything. I took my wife knew nothing because she came from a family who didn't know anything about anything. I took my wife to a place that they have. We don't buy bras at Victoria. Not black women that got large breasts. So you need to get your bra made. And it's not that expensive. No, baby. You get a good bra, it's almost like having a breast lift. Too single. It's your fault. 
Yeah, so the woman that came up, first of all, jokes on her. I don't know why she did that to herself. Um, but she's a heavier woman, and she's, like, full-figured and all that stuff. So just so you guys, for our listeners out there. So, hot take. Um, <laughs> his face. Yeah, yes, his face says it all, but what do you yep. think? I can't believe he's he's even talking about a woman like that yeah. in general. Whether he's, a, I mean, even more that he's a pastor, but... Like, the fact that he's commenting on somebody, like, if I was his wife, first of all, you don't talk to my homegirl like that. I'm saying. That's just <clears throat> honestly really embarrassing. I, I'm shocked. I'm so sad for her, too, because she she will find a man the way she is with her curves, with her Victoria's yeah. Secret bra, wherever she wants to buy her bras at. <laughs> I'm saying, first of all, Dee like. TJ Maxx. Like, <laughs> she does not be, need to be told by a man for, that's a best <laughs> That's yeah. married already. That's like, crazy. It's just weird. Yeah, that's absolutely. It was insane. really cringe. Could you imagine a coworker or your boss in any way talking to you like that? They would be reported for sexual harassment, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. You don't comment on a woman's body and then her underwear that she wears and where she shops. That's, that's so that's, weird. Yeah. That was yeah. It's when we, I first started watching the video, I was just like, "All right, this guy's a hardcore pastor, right? We, and we like we hardcore don't shy pastor. away from yeah." We, yeah. We don't shy away from it being hardcore and honest. And so he started out and he, like, just, a woman should look cute and shut up. And I was just like, all right, maybe he's just weirdly sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. I don't agree with it, but maybe he was just sarcastic right. and it came out wrong, you know? And I was like, all right, all right. He pulled her up and I'm thinking, oh, this woman's going to get a prophetic word, mm. a powerful <laughs> prophetic word from the Lord. And then he starts talking about that. And I was like, this first thing he says is what? you should lose weight. Yeah. First of all, Congo hasn't even finished walking And up. he's not saying it from a health standpoint. He's not saying it from, you know, from, for her betterment. He, what, what that video translates into and what he's saying to that woman is you're single because you're not causing enough men to lust after mm, you. Preach it, girl. That's what he's saying. He's saying you're not dressing in a way and you don't have um, the, the t- body type to allow men to lust after you. That's why you're single. Mm. I posted scripture on that video, by the way. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it and I was going to go back up, but I was like, mm, go, go like it. <laughs> yeah, go like that it. That was it. I just posted scripture. I just, was like, I'm, I'm going to go comment on it. You guys sent it in, in the Vine, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to go comment on it. Shakay 2024. Shakay <laughs> <laughs> What do you yeah, think, Denise? Crazy. Oh. Mm, I don't necessarily disagree with what he said. To be honest, okay, I disagree with the way time and place, mm-hmm. yeah. right? right? Because if you've been in marriage counseling, you might have heard something along those lines, obviously in a private setting. Um, so time and place, for sure. Um, I don't think he should have called her out the way that he did, obviously, right. in public. But at the same time, she raised her hand. So yeah, it's cool. like you subjected oh, yeah. yourself yeah. to that. So we can't be mad at him for, I mean, we can, right? But to feel, I mean, she kind of knew what was going to happen. I mean, she's, I'm sure yeah. she's been in that church. I'm sure she knows that her pastor is hardcore, right? Yeah. So if you volunteer to put your, subject yourself to that, like, that's on you. It's still not, still, like you said, cringeworthy, right? But um, do I think she, do I think people need to take care of themselves? Yes. yes. Um, one of the things that I know as a wife is that I'm always going to want to look good for my right. husband, yeah. period. Like, uh, do I have my days? Yeah. I mean, I have <laughs> kids, you know what I mean? But um, you know, one of the things that we're always taught is, you know, um, you know, when you get married and obviously if she meets somebody at, at this, at, at the weight that she is and whatnot, um, then the expectation is that like you married that, like that's what you yeah. have, you know what yeah. I mean? So if I, you know, one of the, <laughs> and I know this is going to be controversial, but screw it, right? Hot takes. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things that my husband was really adamant about is I don't want you to lose yourself when you get married Mm -hmm. because I've seen in my family how women lose themselves like you know they they have kids they gain weight they don't take care of themselves they don't um they like they there's no intention and so that's why I work out like that's why I'm always trying to look you know presentable I'm not you know and I'm like I said I'm not at home I'm not always putting on I'm not putting on makeup like I'm not I'm in my robe, you know what I mean? Um, but With our, our messy bun. I'm messy bun, you know what I mean? So do I think that we should look presentable? Absolutely, you yeah. know? Um, if we're not get attracting a mate, should we always look to ourselves and see what can I do different? Absolutely. Right. And that's not just an outward appearance, that's also inward appearance. Right. So that is why I disagree with the way he said it you know yeah, I, I think and I think it's deliverance you know um absolutely because I've, I've heard A-Rod behind the pulpit say women like take care of yourselves yeah. like look good you know like it I think it's the way that it, it's not 
it's not what he said, it's how he said it. Yeah. Right. So I think that's. And what like, do you focus on? Because I mean, you could have avoided the whole like breasting. Or, or if yeah. his wife is the one that, like you mentioned, merit, premarital counseling. Right. Like if right. she was with a man and this yeah. man actually made a concern and said, yeah. you know, I do feel like I would want you to take care of yourself right. more. Yeah. Or you know, if she were to, yeah, like go to the pastors in a private setting. Yes. Absolutely. And then the and wife allows, is yeah, the, the one, wife that is the one that tells her, hey, you yeah. know what, honey, let's dress you up a little yeah. bit more. Hey, you know? let's go to the mall together. But yeah. I know this exact place that my husband took me. It's going to yeah. be great. Yeah. But I think I'm not it's against a woman. I, a woman that he said it to her. Yeah. Women and men definitely should do their best to present their best <laughs> self forward. Whether yeah. you're looking yeah. for um, a spouse or not, that's yeah. just a healthy mindset to have is I want to be the best I can be. Of course. Despite who it may or may not attract. You know what I mean? And that's just healthy to have in general. And to want to look good for the person that you're with in a relationship is also very, very healthy right. mindset to have in a relationship. So again, if she's walking up to her pastor going, all right, <laughs> critique me. Yes. And that's his immediate, like, all right. But that's kind of what she did, though. Yeah. That is what she are, did. Right? Yeah. Like, she raised her hand and said, put me on the spot. I think for me, though, like, I'm he did say that. Me, yeah. yeah. Like, did I? Did but, I call? Yeah. But, I think uh, for me, though, I think for me, I would, like, walk <laughs> up and probably assume, like, some prophetic word of, like, <laughs> no, some overwhelming prophetic. Work, I would have, like, work yeah. Work on your house. Exactly. Like, right away walks up with her eyes closed. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, tell me why I'm single, right? And then he's, like, I would be expecting, like, um... You know, the Lord's really telling me that you need to start putting into practice this, or the you know, like that. link up with my wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like she maybe has some you know, good comments right? For you. Yeah. yeah, that was just like the delivery on that. Yeah. The, the the man commenting on another woman's breast is was what bothered me. To be and honest. then the detail, like it's not the that expensive. Detail, yeah, it's go to this particular. Pay for a dog. Yeah, go to this particular Sponsor it lingerie store and get a bra that's this. It's like so. It's a, so I have a question. Yeah. If it was a female pastor, different mm. that said that, would you guys feel differently? I would. That's a good question. I would. Yeah, I would feel like um that girl raised her hand, but homegirl trying to help her out. She's telling her about a deal, but since it's a guy, I do think. It's it's very inappropriate, like because mm. he's married. You know, I would think of it as his on his wife's side. Also, like, why is he she? Because he had a look. Like, why are you going? To because that men extent? are visual. Men look. Yeah. yeah, but like, why are you going to that extent? You're in front of the congregation. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going on social media. Like, yeah, I would just look at that. Yeah. I'm, I don't I like this. I, I, do know, I, yeah. Yeah. I feel some triggers. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for bringing the controversy. Like, no, no, I like it. No, I love it. I but. think because I've been mentored in a in a marriage setting from some people who are very hardcore oh, yeah. that. I mean, like I said, I still cringe when I heard it, but we have to be honest. And I think we live in such a society where everybody's always triggered, yeah, right? Yeah. Where we can't be honest. And that's the reason we're in the place that we're hot mess that we're in because we can't say what we like just as it is. We have to, let's sugarcoat it. Let's do the Oreo. Let's make sure that we're being sensitive to everybody's feelings and at the end of the day, like guys just like trying to get her a man, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. spitting. <laughs> and I don't know, but no, it's true. I remember <laughs> sitting with because again, Pilin is my parents savage. are hardcore. Yeah, I remember sitting with. I'm looking straight into the camera right now because <laughs> I wanna. I want you to see the pain in my eyes. <laughs> I remember sitting with Pilin, and I was like, Pilin, this and this is the kind of man I hope to attract. Like, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm just laughing because I don't want to cry. <laughs> and I was like, you know, this and this and that, and she was like, and. <laughs> I think I just left the gym. And so I was looking real raggedy, okay? And she's like, okay. <laughs> she's like, okay, that's totally fair. If that man were to walk into this place right now, do you think he would even look at you? It's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and so that changed the trajectory of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you guys to know. Yeah. But no, it's absolutely true. Yeah. I mean, again, it was a delivery that this For man sure. is absolutely right. And we're seeing one small <clears throat> clip. We don't know who right. this pastor is as a whole. We're right. not seeing the whole message. We're... You know, so you're absolutely right. right. And it's like, how long has she been going to the church? And she, right. had, if she has, if, if she's a normal, you know, member, she right. knows that. <laughs> I mean, she was front row, so she's been going. I think, like so. I said, to me, it's not, I'm not even, I, the thing that I cringed was just the way he said it, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like that, I agree with. Um, I agree yeah. with yeah. completely. With for me, it was just his wife. Come on, girl. Yeah, like, go you're out thinking there. about, yeah, if there's you so just many different, did it, like, yeah. there's so many different avenues he could have taken to just, present that message. Just, yeah. just link up with my way. wife. She'll take you to the mom. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. That's it. But um, I think it just, like, going back to what you said, branching off of that, of, like, my parents 
do talk about a lot, and my parents do a lot of the, the counseling here um, for married couples is, and for dating couples mm -hmm. is, um, you are what you attract. Yeah. You oh. know, and it's about taking responsibility for yourself. Mm -hmm. And so one of the practices that, um, I think it was my mom, one of my parents, both of them, um, had me do was like, imagine the man that you want. Imagine like his character, what you, what you want, values, all that. He's standing right there. Now imagine the woman that he deserves. Mm. And are you that woman? Mm. And so it just goes back to taking responsibility yeah. for yourself of yes. like, I can imagine this perfect guy, yeah. right? Like I can imagine, you know, tall, buff, you know, good looking, good style, all of this stuff, right? And I'm like, I want that as I'm sitting in my messy bun and oh, yeah. going out in my Walmart sweats and with slippers. With your cat on your arm. With my cat on my arm. With your little hat. Like, That's what I want. You know, <laughs> with my little hands on. Yeah, we all look at that show, New Girl, and think life is like that. Yeah. Life is it's not, not like, like it's that. Not I don't wake up with my makeup on. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, like, not everybody's into that cutie, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, and, and so it's when they put that into my mind, and that's something I think about constantly, is I, I, can, I can dream up the perfect man. That's easy to do, but can I be what that man deserves? Mm -hmm. if, if you want a man who's, you know, let's think of some good examples, uh, uh, works and provides for the family, um, is fit and conscious about his health, is um, conscious about his style and making sure that he presents himself well to, um, you know, community members and church members and whatever it is, right? Um, are you that woman who can meet those standards? Are you willing to be on the opposite a stay-at-home mom, if you want him to provide for the family, are you willing to be a stay-at-home mom? Yeah. Are you willing to be that kind of stay-at-home wife mm -hmm. who also is concerned about her style, her right. health, um, looking good, yeah. and presenting herself and her children as a good um, example to the community? Yeah. And there's a lot of women that would, I know, would get offended with what I'm saying. Right. But they still aren't willing to take away the image of the perfect man. Mm -hmm. Yes. Can, so, oh, go for it. Oh, no, you go ahead. I was uh, just going to uh, share an experience. Okay, so I worked at Sephora for many years, and I did a lot of makeup. And one of the things that really pissed me off is mm -hmm. that guys would come with their girl, right? And she already seems insecure. And they're beautiful, right, in their own way. Yeah. But he'd bring me a picture of Kim K and said, <laughs> make her look like that. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> and so um, I'm like... He's like, I want natural makeup on her, like that. And okay, sometimes and then these you girls sit in the chair next to her, and I'll turn you money. into Tom. <laughs> yeah, right. So the guy sits there, right, and I do her makeup. And sometimes these girls already have their own look on their makeup, and they're feeling their own self. But they're like, he just wants me to look natural, like Kim K. And I'm like, homeboy, you know how many layers of makeup she has on? This seems natural to you, but she has contour, she has concealer. Like I, you know, I explain all this to the guys because they don't see that. And they're like, nah, but she just looks natural. And I'm mm. like, okay, yeah, I can do her makeup like that. And when they saw the amount of makeup I used to make a natural look, to make, to make that make natural, natural look, look, she looked great. Not, not going to lie. She looked amazing, right? And she even enjoyed the, her, the whole look. And she's like, wow, I don't look cakey. Like, I love this. What did you use on me? She's getting so excited too. And she feels confident because at the whole time I'm saying, like, you don't need it. Mm. Like, you don't need makeup just so you know. Because I'm already knowing, like, this guy is like, I mean, the fact that he came with a picture That's and told crazy. somebody, like, that's kind of yeah. messed up. But I promise you, it wasn't once, it wasn't twice. It was maybe like three times a week. And it was always Kim K. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, I know. And so then I would purposely like show the guy all the makeup and I wouldn't get extra makeup. I would just get exactly what I know would help that person and their skin type, right? When he sees the amount of makeup, I'm like, you're going to buy this, right? Because you're the one that wants her to look like mm. that. And then I would just kind of like laugh, right? Because like with my attitude, like they would just laugh. And they're like, well, why does she need primer? And I said, you paint houses or have you ever painted a house? Yeah. Have you ever painted a house without primer? Oh, no, because it's going to be jacked up. Exactly. Why, mm. would, why would you want your girl without primer? And then they start adding the cost. I kid you not. It's almost going to 300 mm -hmm. right? Because it's not only skincare, it's everything. And they're like, nah, can you just give me what she needs? And I was like, she really doesn't need anything. Yeah. I was like, but this is what you want her to look like, so this is how much it's going to cost. And the girl, she's feeling herself, putting on her lipstick. She's like, yeah, you're going to buy it, right? And sometimes they do walk out with the bag full of makeup, and the girl's happy, and she's like, thank you for looking out for me. But sometimes the guy doesn't, and he's like, no. And he's like, are you going to do the other half of her face? Because like they're going to go out or something, mm -hmm. and he wants to show her off. 
And, and it's just kind of sad to see that also because you do want to be the, the, what, what the other person wants to an extent, yeah. but you also want to make sure that that person um, that you're with will love you the way that you want to present yourself to. Because mm -hmm. if you're just kind of saying, I don't, I don't choose to do my makeup like that. That's yeah. not me. And you're okay with, how do I say, you're okay finding someone that accepts you that way. And if the person that you're with doesn't, like you're okay with leaving them because they don't accept you that way. I think that's okay too. You know, it's valid. So I think whoever you want to be attracting to, like attract them, obviously yeah. do your best. And yeah, I agree. Girl, like I got my makeup done. My husband right now is like, you look so good. Like, yeah, I'm going to go home and I'm going to be like, look at my makeup. <laughs> um, but I love to look great for my husband. But I, I did see it on the other end, like how toxic it could be. Like oh, men, be, yeah. men putting these standards on women when it's like, dude, she's beautiful the way she is. Why are you trying to compare her to somebody else? Yeah. And I think that's why we emphasize so much that before you go in a relationship, know who you are, know your values, and really work on yourself and identifying your standards for what you want for you and your relationship with yes. God. And yeah. really, that's why we emphasize that so much is before you enter a dating relationship, if you go into a dating relationship broken, you're going to bring that brokenness into your relationship and that person that you're dating is more than likely going to prey on that brokenness. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you find people who help you heal, but don't make that, don't gamble that, right? Like okay. just heal before you go into a relationship. If there's insecurities in you that you have that you know you need to deal with, get friends, get mentors, and above all, really seek the Lord and just soak in prayer and read his word and know what God says about you. Because if you're dating a guy who comes up and says, I want you to look like this, you have two kinds of responses. You have oh my gosh, I really like the way that she looks. I would love to apply that and do that. And I think that's and fine. And make it my own way. And make it my own yeah, way. And I would love to, to, like, I would love to do that. Like, but it's a place of joy and knowing that she's already confident enough and already secure enough to know that that's going to work for me. Yeah. yeah. And then, but then there's going to be women who go, well, I don't really want that. That's not really what I want. I don't want to have to spend money on makeup like that or take time like that. I don't really feel comfortable trying to achieve that look. Um, who will either A, in their confidence go, this isn't going to work for me, or B, um, let themselves be prey to that to that mindset of a man. You know what I yeah. mean? So I, I want to bring in like a different a different perspective because I think there can also be a really beautiful side in honoring yeah. one another with your beauty and how the Lord has made you. And the reason for that is because I remember there's a story in the Bible where they were building the temple and it says that the woman, what they gave was their mirrors in order to be able to build the temple. And so in the temple, what that meant, it was on the outside, so it would reflect the glory of the Lord. And so there's a story that comes that, um, in, in the, I wish I knew the exact citation. It's probably Leviticus because that's when they were building the, the temple, if I'm not mistaken. But um, don't come at me. <laughs> but anyway, um, it says that those mirrors, right? Um, if you guys know the Bible, it states that the Israelites were oppressed for 400 years. And so then the men would go out and do this crazy slave labor. They would be um, ridiculed by the Egyptians. They would be ridiculed by, you know, just um, people that wouldn't honor them as God's chosen people. Mm -hmm. And so it said that the only way that the women knew how to not just in bring value to their men, but also strengthen their people, it was by fixing themselves up and making themselves beautiful so that when their husbands came home from mm -hmm. being ridiculed, for being, uh, you know, being beat up by the world, they would come home to a woman that would reflect mm -hmm. the beauty of the Lord. And so those mm -hmm. same mirrors that they would use in order to get ready was the same mirrors that they used to build the temple. So not only were they reflecting their beauty to their husbands in order to be able to entice them and attract them, mm -hmm. um, and that's how their population increased, which is really why they, they went into oppression, but that's what brought about their deliverance. Um, that that beauty and that reflection and that honor, right? We're bringing mm -hmm. it back to honor yes. for their husbands. It's what made them strong as a people and really brought their deliverance. And so, you know, maybe when you get married, again, controversial to people that don't know the word, but your body becomes theirs and their body yes. becomes yes. theirs. Yes. Thank you. So mm -hmm. if they want you with short hair and you like long hair, I'm sorry. You said yes to all of that. Yep. Yes. And that's something that you have to sacrifice. That's yep. something that you have to be okay with. If they want you to lose 5, 10, 20 pounds, then you got to do it. And of course, like 
the person that wants you to do that, whether it be the wife or the husband, then it comes out of a place of, you know what, like I want to honor them so badly mm -hmm. that when they come home, I want them to be reminded just how much I freaking love them. Mm -hmm. And so it's this, it comes down to the home cooked meal. It comes down to having a clean home. Yes. And of course, there's not perfection in that. Like there's right. times where you're going to miss it. And there's seasons where, you know, you guys are busy, so you have to eat out all the time. Like right. I get that 100%. But there is such a power. And, of course, the, the mainstream media has come yes. and has robbed that where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, if they tell you how you need to look and blah, 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 then, you know, you need to cut that person out. Like, no, but when you're really in a relationship with somebody that's healed, whether they're asking out of a, out of a place of vanity or out of a place because they love you, like, you have to understand that you chose to submit and you chose to honor one another, not through emotion, but through duty. Mm -hmm. And so there's times where I show up at church and I don't want to look good. I want to roll out of bed all the time. So it's like, if I want to look good for church, why wouldn't I want to look good for my husband when I don't feel like it? Like, and so we're able to do that for work, right? When we know we have to show up to work presentable. Why wouldn't you want to do that with somebody that you're dating, with somebody that you're married with? And so, you know, like we're, we're able to do it to, for these things that, um, like that we get compensated for. But when it comes to relationships like that, then all of a sudden our barriers come up. But you're already playing yourself. Like, cause now you're building walls up. Now you're telling your person, oh, you're not worthy enough for that. So then they're not going to trust you with their heart. And so. Um, you know, we've talked about this before. We're the glory of Christ, right? Like we're the bride of Christ. And so we define his glory. We portray his glory. And so as a woman, like if my man wants me to look good, then okay, like I'll be more than happy to do that because you want to be proud of me. You know and if what you're I mean? paying for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't even have to do that. Like it, it, it like I don't want to focus so much on the monetary thing because yeah. not everybody's going to be financially well off. Not everybody's going to be like, if you're getting your makeup at me, like from drugstores, like girl, you take that and you you do your best because sometimes like what what is the honor is the effort. Yes. Yeah. That is the honor. Mm -hmm. It's not the final result. Like obviously, yeah, like you want to look bomb and stuff, but it's the honor. It's like, hey, you know what? Like we don't have that much money. Like we can't, I can't drop hundreds of dollars on freaking Mac makeup or whatever. But I went out and I got this like and build upon that. Right? Dollar Tree has bomb dollar eye yeah. no, eyelashes, like, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not one or, or all. Like it is a process. And the more that you love each other, like at work, like when I want to show up and I want to look good, I want to get a promotion. Like I'm going to show up. Even my boss is like, yo, like what? <laughs> What's happening? What did I miss yeah. here? And so so that's what it is like you know um it, it goes back to that social media crap yeah where it's like you have to one up one another and it's like dude like yeah. in a relationship you it's not like oh he told me to do that like oh hell no like you better be doing this it's not that it's, at all that, then you're missing the point of marriage yeah. thank you because marriage is all about servanthood yeah. yes. and at the end of the day one thing linda always tells me is if he's not going to change what are you going to do different yep. And I'm going to have to go before the Lord. I'm not going to have to give an account of what my husband did or didn't do. I have to give an account of what I did. So that, I think, is we live in such a society where everything is so selfish, selfish, yeah. selfish. And there's this doctor, and I don't really share, I'm not going to say her name because she's very controversial. Like, not even people in the church would be able to handle her. And the way that she gives advice for marriage, like, nowadays, you would think that she's, like, abusive, you know what I mean? Just because of the things that she says. But even if we're going back to the basics, like that's what marriage is. Marriage is servanthood. Now, obviously, if you're a boyfriend, girlfriend, like that's a different arena. You yeah, because like, you said you're, you still have time. To, that's what yeah, I was saying. Like, like these you people, still have time. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like that. Um, that's your t your time to figure out if that's really what you want or not. But definitely when you're married, like it is servanthood. It is. If my husband wants my hair short, okay, my my hair is short, and it's not. And it's a and and I, and one thing that I love about my husband, and I can only speak for mine, is when there's an expectation, he creates an environment for it mm. for me. That's good, and that's important. Now, even if he did not. I would still have to do my part because I'm going to have to go before the Lord and say, and God's going to ask me, well, your husband asked you of this. Did you do it? I can't say, well, he did. And it's like Adam and Eve, right? Well, yeah. the, the, the man you gave me, <laughs> he's not going to care about that. He's going to say, what did you do with it? Mm. And so I think one of the things that I'm always making sure is I have to make sure that I can go before the Lord in full transparency and say, I did all that I yeah. could do. And if, the, and if nothing else, like I'm sure of that. Yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. I love the way you put it. That was yeah. beautiful the way you put I it. I love yeah. that story. Pastor Joanna taught on that, and then mm -hmm. I had to look at, she taught on that like years ago, and I had to look up, look at, I actually looked it up for the last season, but the opportunity never came up, because to me that is so insightful, because yeah, obviously, beautiful. you know, like how we talk about we're married to God first. Right. And so to me, I try to do that with the Lord. It's like, okay, how am I, how am I exemplifying your glory, right? Like, how am I reflecting you? And to me, it's just more powerful. And you know what's crazy about that story? That Moses objected to having the mirrors mm. and to build the temple because he thought it was pagan. He, he thought it was like very like, um, very uh, vain? vain. He thought it was vain. But then the Lord was like, no, like you let them bring that in because it brought in that that story of mm. God and his bride. Right. Yeah. Right. Where it's like, no, it was a time where the woman used their beauty, their glory in order to be able to Esther bring value to a man. Exactly. We see that all over the Bible. All everywhere. All over yeah. the Bible where it's like, you know, the gifts that you've been given, like who you are as a person. Yeah, the world may, t may say you're not the Kim Kardashian. Mm -hmm. The world may say you're not this, you don't look like that. But again, and I absolutely agree with what you were saying. It's like the person that you're dating, if they don't make you feel like that when you're ugly, <laughs> um, then, you know, red flag, definitely run. But when you've decided to make a commitment and you've decided to be like, okay, this is a person that I'm either going to marry or that I'm already married to, then how am I going to glorify him? How am I going to, how am I going to lift him up? Right? Because Proverbs 31 woman, you give your man bragging rights where he's at the gate yes. and the people at the gate. That means that people that are making decisions, like what we would know now as city council, right? City they're leaders. Mm -hmm. Leaders, they're bragging about you because of the glory that your wife brings. And so even, even men, like, think about that too. Like when you're courting somebody and when you're choosing somebody, like, how are they showing up for you? Like, how are they, are they presenting themselves well? And then you have the decision to make one. Are you going to communicate your desire or are you going to dip? Like if your guys are just dating, then you have full authority to do that. But you're never going to get anywhere if you don't, um, if you don't communicate. Right. And I remember, I'm sorry, cause this revelation was so hot fire and it just came to me because, um, uh, I was talking with my friend on Thursday and he was like, no, like I have to be with somebody that just like dropped it and blah, blah, blah. And that was like his first, um, his first, uh, like non-negotiable, yeah, non-negotiable, non mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, because I know this person, whatever, and he's he's great, he's awesome, but I was like, I started thinking, I'm like, okay, like, you know, I started thinking about Jesus, and Isaiah 53 says that Jesus was not handsome, okay, contrary to believe, he's not handsome, and so now though we hear. Um, after the cross and after everything, a revelation, it talks about his beauty. It talks about how he's so, I'm going to cry. It talks about how glorious he is, how wonderful he is, how high and lifted up he is. And I was like, wow, like, and not only do we see him as beautiful, because even sinners now, right, they look at Jesus and they're like, they look at him with disdain. But what causes us to love him and consider him to be beautiful is the sacrifice that he did for us, right? And so it's the sacrifice. It's getting to know him. It's understanding his love, understanding who he is that makes him beautiful. And so, you know, the person that you're with or the person that you're probably attracted to at an emotional, physical, or spiritual level may not be physically insane where it's like she can match up with the Kim Kardashians. But it's the sacrifice that both of you guys mm -hmm. give that will bring beauty to that relationship. Yeah. And are you going to look at that person and especially if you're Christians like you're going to be looking at him through the sacrifice of Christ and so to me that was so crazy because literally people looked at Jesus as if he was a cursed man and so people may look at um, people are not always going to understand your relationship people are going to look at your spouse you're going to and they're going to be like yo like I would have never gone with that girl I would have never gone with that man mm -hmm. but at the end of the day only you know the sacrifice again with Jesus only you know what he brought you out of and that's why you're so devoted to him so that's what it's going to be with your wife look you may have the hottest wife but if she has a car accident tomorrow and her face is all destroyed, like, what are you going to do then? Right. She's not going to bring you a glory and physical attraction, but she's going to bring you glory because of her ability to be able to overcome obstacles. Mm -hmm. And that's what we keep freaking pounding. We finished the last season where it's like life is but a vapor. And you just talked about it uh, last episode. Life is but a breath. Like we got to put weight into eternity. And yeah. what happens is we're making decisions on spouses and dating based on temporary feelings and temporary, temporary emotions, yeah. temporary mm -hmm. treasures. When at the end of the day, look like, once you're, once both of you are dead, once both of you are gone, nobody remembers you, your tombstones are up and everything, what's going to matter is your legacy.
What is your legacy? It's going to be your children. It's going to be what you did for the Lord. It's going to be the kind of home that you made in order to be able to bring other people into that. And so when you choose somebody, yeah, absolutely, attraction is amazing. But I guarantee you that the moment that you start seeing people's hearts and people's devotion and all of that beautiful stuff, that's what's going to bring in the legacy. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It was all three of them, and now people still call on the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm -hmm. And so they don't talk about their appearances. They don't talk about any of these things. They talk about their heart towards the Lord. And so, I'm sorry, I, I got that revelation <laughs> on Thursday, and I was like, God, like, you're hot fire. You're amazing. You should talk to me more it's, often. It's yeah. so awesome. You yeah. know, I just finished reading the patriarchs too, Abraham, Isaac, mm -hmm. and Jacob. And even going back to, like, the, the relationship aspect, you know, I've, um, there's no one story that's the same in, in just focusing on the dating part, right? Yeah. Uh, there's no one story that's the same when it comes to being a dating relationship, even biblically. Yeah. Um, how each of them found their brides was totally different. Right. Every Bible mm -hmm. story that talks about a man and a woman meeting is completely different. Yeah. And I remember saying on one of the another video that we'll probably bring up another um, time. Another is, time, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, no, there is no one size fits all for finding right. your spouse. And so because what you both just brought up is so true and something that really needs to be like pounded in the minds of every individual, every single person is if you want to have a sex, a successful dating relationship into marriage, you need to first understand the weight of marriage. Yeah. You need mm -hmm. to understand that marriage is a mirror of God and his church. Yeah. A man is to serve a woman and the woman is served a man. It mm -hmm. is about service, as you were saying. And if yeah. you can understand the weight of marriage, the holy calling of marriage and that it is a holy institution yeah. established by God. The very first thing that he established between a man and a woman was joining them together yeah. as man and wife. We have Adam and Eve and there was immediately commands on how they were to serve each other. Mm -hmm. Eve was brought in to be a helper. Yeah. And so when you can understand the true weight, the true holiness, the true beauty of marriage, then you can start entering into a healthier mindset of what your dating relationship should look yes. like. Yeah. Because as you said, if your husband or if your wife wants a certain look as a serving attitude and as recognition that this is my, this is, what is that scripture? Bone of my bone, flesh, flesh of my <laughs> flesh. You are one unit. God designed you. The moment yeah. you say, I do at that altar is the moment you become one. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what you want that husband, what you want your wife to look like is um, completely, you're responsible to that. Mm -hmm. right. And so if when you're in a dating relationship, though, that's when you have to be mindful yeah. of those things. Yeah. Am I going to, um, do am I, I want that Kardashian? Am I willing to wear fake lashes every exactly. day? Yeah. <laughs> and establishing that early on mm -hmm. and understanding that early on in your dating yeah. relationship because if you're not willing to do that, right. and if it's not going to make you happy right. to be Kim Kardashian the rest of your marriage, right. that's what you need to communicate right away within your dating relationship. Because if you enter into a covenant mm -hmm. agreement with this person, with those standards, you are responsible for mm -hmm. maintaining those standards. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and I was going to yeah. also say a lot of these guys, like what they project on these girls is because they are addicted to this. Yes. Like yes. pornography and yes. everything. Like yes. why do they want somebody to look like Kim K? You know, yeah. and because they see her a certain way, they lust after her. So they want that, you know, and, and it's really sad because, again, porn does affect a lot of like yeah. relationships. Right. And they project that. And that's not fair for the wife either, because now she has to compete with that. Right. And I, I did want to touch on this only because I've seen it so many times. And I've honestly like gone to the break room crying like because yeah. I'm heartbroken because I've seen a lot of abuse even during makeup sessions, you know, and um Sometimes I've had to cover black eyes and the abuser was right behind me. Like, it, like it's just crazy. So with all that being said is if a woman is, if you're, if you have a wife and you know, she's the most confident wearing this or looking like this, embrace that because yeah. confidence is key, right? Yeah. What is the most biggest attraction? I think it's number one is confidence because I know that's what women attract in men, right? Or yeah. And then men attract that in women because that's the first thing like people see. Like if yeah. you walk like this. 
you, you swear like you're gonna you're, you're gonna probably attract somebody like this you know <laughs> um so if just keep that in mind like and I'm, I'm only gonna say this for myself because I know my husband one time requested me not to wear glitter for an event <laughs> and I feel so confident wearing glitter like that's my thing like I love it like I feel no one can touch me like I just feel like anything can go with it and he's like, I just don't want you to wear glitter at this event. And I was like, okay, yeah, like that's fine, but I just feel really confident wearing it. And he's like, I didn't know that. And I said, yeah, I feel, and then I explained to him how I feel when I wear it. And he's like, I like that then, you could wear mm -hmm. it. Like, that's fine. And every time I wear it, he's like, you're feeling yourself, huh? Aww, and I'm I like, yeah. That. But I just wanna say like, that's me adding something to myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you don't wanna add that extra layer of like lashes or like whatever, and whatever it is, but, but you feel confident, just, Maybe, like, for myself, like, I explained it to my husband and why it makes me feel confident. And so you explaining it to him, like, he can have, you guys can have that compromise. Like, you know yeah. what? Like, I think you're beautiful that way. Now that I know that that makes you confident, like, I'm so attracted to that. Yeah. Because I think it can be resentful, too. Like, yes, you make that sacrifice. Yes, you do it. And at the end of the day, it's not what, you know, like, what they do to you, but it's what, you know, you do. Yeah. But you also want to make sure that you're confident, doing, you feel confident. Like, you don't want to feel like, oh, my gosh, like, all the time. Like, yeah. that just would break my heart that someone would walk around like that and not feeling, like, confident. At least talk to that other spouse and, like, say, okay, I feel confident when I wear this and I rock it like this because it's my thing. And if they're okay with it, like, okay, let's work with it. But if yeah. they're not okay with it and you you kind of compromise, like, okay, I'll do this on the weekends when we go out or something and, like, you guys can come to a compromise, I think that's great. When I think it's, like, pushed on you and, like, you have to look this way and you don't feel confident and you feel, like, dirt, I feel like, at least myself, like, I've seen that, like, heart, heartbreak in people and as an empathetic person that God created me to be, like, I can't even stay in the room with them. Like, I'm, like, crying for them, like, constantly. It's just crazy to think about. Yeah. And um, I just thought of this one lady when I was talking about this. And she had told me she was a stripper. And um, she was abused. And I think it was her pimp behind me. And she was just explaining to me, like, how she was heartbroken, whatever. Um, but then she told me, she's like, he's, he's my husband. We just got married, like, two weeks ago. And she was saying he wants me to look like um, this other girl who he she died, but it was his other strip, like this, this his other girl, you know. And he had a picture, and he's like, I want her to look like that. And the minute that he had her look like that, um, it was just making me remember, like guys do project like whatever fetish they have, like you know, anime or whatever they have. Like I just think it can comes from a deeper thing. Like if it comes from a loving heart, like I want my wife to look good. I want you to be healthy. I want you to live a long life. I want you to look good because you represent me. I look good for you. You look good for me. I think that's healthy. I think that's great. But when it's a way like I'm addicted to anime, yeah. like I want you to look like this anime. Like, I think that's weird. Yeah, I think yeah. it's always a heart issue. Yes. Right? Yeah. Clearly we're not talking about yes. abuse because clearly if there is abuse and there's a whole different issue. Yeah. We're not coming, talking about your handler. <laughs> right. We're not talking about your handler. Yes. And I think that's really important to lay out is that we're not sitting here advocating for abuse and issue, and anytime it becomes a sin issue, then that's where you draw the line. Mm -hmm. That's when your authority, submission, obedience no longer is required. Um, when there is a total sin issue, like if your husband's like, oh, go have sexual intercourse with somebody else, oh my gosh, clearly yeah. that's a sin issue. Like <laughs> yeah. we're not advocating for that at all. Like foundation is always biblical, right? Absolutely. But I think that's why it's so important that our confidence should come from the Lord, yes. right? And when you exuberate the confidence in the Lord, like, that's what happened. Like, I, I, I don't, I, ugh. Uh, when you have the confidence in the Lord, like, you're confident in not a thing, a materialistic thing, but you're confident in who He is and what He's doing in you. And I think that's also the point that we're trying to make is yes. one, let me make sure that I make it clear that we're never advocating to submit to somebody Absolutely. who's being abusive, who's, who isn't, who's telling you, who's not falling in line with, with the biblical principles, right? As long as it's not a sin issue. The Bible asks or requires you to submit. Yes. Once it becomes a sin issue, then you are now not obligated to submit to that. Yes. And so that's like, I think, first and foremost, clear. I think the main thing that we were obviously wanted to touch or not touch on, but we're highlighting is we live in such a society where the feminist movement is so strong still. The, yeah. we, we, the Me Too movement where I don't need a man. I don't need to submit. I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. And so that's creating a culture 
of where not people even in the church, it's penetrating to people in the church. Well, if my husband is requiring me not to do this or not to do that, but that's where my confidence that, okay, that's, I'm independent. independent. (laughs) Okay. That's nice. But at the end of the day, what does your husband say? You know what I mean? And I think that for so long, we still undermine, you know, I, I got this revelation and I shared it with Melissa and, um, we say Jesus is the groom and the church is the bride, right? Right. Did Jesus not rebuke the bride? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did Jesus not speak harshly to the bride? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying, men, that you have, <laughs> you're going to sit yeah. there and you're going to, you know, be abusive. That's not what it is. Right. But every time Jesus spoke to his bride, it was to bring correction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it was to bring redemption. It was to bring restoration. It was done from a heart of love because God can only release love because he is love so when our husbands come and tell us something like hey i would like this instead of that we take offense but yet jesus did that with his bride Mm. yeah it's true well can i just share from (laughs) because you know i'm divorced yeah right so um as you said that um regardless of whether this person changes or not what are you going to do what are you going to be held responsible for and that was my goal through my whole marriage and i'm not perfect i definitely messed up i had moments where um I could have aligned myself better with the Lord, but I aligned myself with my feelings. But um, what I can say with confidence is that I was not willing to leave my marriage until I walked away with full confidence that I did everything according to the word of God. I aligned myself with the Lord first, and I was submissive to my husband up until the point of sin. Exactly. And I can honestly say that. I, I feel confident in saying that. And I really don't want to make it sound like I was oh so perfect. Right. I'm not trying to put that out there. I was not oh so perfect. Um, I'm willing to talk more about that in this. Yeah. We're going to get really controversial in this season <laughs> yeah, for too. Sure. Um, and I know we're coming towards the end of it, so I'll try to make this quick. But yeah. I just, I really wanted to, as an example yeah. of what you're saying, yeah. is I wholeheartedly, as someone who's divorced, yeah. I still can say I wholeheartedly completely agree with everything that you ladies have been saying is that, yes, we are called to be submissive to our husbands. Yes, when you marry somebody, you are entering into agreement of who that person is. And no, do not go into marriage thinking that this person or I will change my mind. Do not. That is what destroyed my marriage was that mentality and that thinking Mm -hmm. was thinking this will change Mm -hmm. when I say I do. I will suddenly have accountability and I will have no, I no longer have these needs for these addictions in order, you know, the moment I say I yeah. do, and that was not the case. Yeah. And that's what caused my marriage to fail. And so I, speaking from the perspective of having a divorce, um, I still can say with full confidence that I agree with everything these ladies are right. saying in regards to marriage is that you are called to be submissive to one another. Right. The way that Christ, and if you really want to know what a healthy, <clears throat> godly marriage looks like, mm-hmm. read the scripture and understand the sacrifices, the correction, the mm-hmm. rebukes, and ultimately the love yes. that Jesus had for his church and the way he expects the church to serve him, that's marriage right there. Yep. If you want a godly marriage, do it the way that Jesus did with the church and the church did it with Jesus. Yeah. Women, look at how the church is su- su- supposed to serve Jesus. Right. Yes. And men, look at how the, Jesus served the church. Right. And that's, that's marriage. That's yes. the story of marriage. And so I wholeheartedly completely agree with you yeah. ladies. Um, and I know that people who've gone through what I've gone through would completely disagree and maybe have mixed emotions right. as a result because they went through something very painful, right. very hurtful. But because I'm rooted, my knowledge, my understanding, my upbringing is all rooted in um, in biblical understandings. Right. I can say that despite what I've gone through, I still believe the Bible. I still believe the Word of and God and beautiful. I trust God. Yeah, I love that you're saying that. And I just want to make sure that we also reiterate that. Our husbands need to submit to the Lord, right? Like yes. that's the right order. You know, it's that our husbands submit to the Lord and then we submit to our husbands. Because we trust them. Right, because mm-hmm. we trust them. Mm-hmm. Men are very visual. That's also something that I think we need to start talking even in the podcast is men and women are wired so differently and we have these expectations that we want our men to be mushy and they should understand and da da da, da. but it's like God wired them a specific way. Men are hunters. They were designed to hunt. You know what I mean? Like, and women were, were, were the hearts. Like, that's what we're meant to do. So I think also understanding that just because men are wired differently doesn't make them wrong, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of like we're just what we do with our gifts that 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 it's important. So that... um 
and I had something else, but I totally forgot. But um, I just wanted to make sure that we always understand that, you know, it's important for the order. It's important to, oh, yeah, this part. That, you know, um, Jesus only said and did what he saw his father do. Yeah. Right? So I think it's also important that when we're talking about submission, we're talking from a place of the husbands are also submitting. So this isn't let, like, the husbands have a harder job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, You know sure. what I mean? So the husbands have to submit. they have to submit and lead, and lead. simultaneously. Exactly. It's and keep themselves in, in check. I yeah. mean, with God, that's why, like, like yeah. the, that's why we can trust. Like, they want us to do this. Well, yeah, because I trust you. You know, yeah. I know your heart yeah. behind it. Yeah, like, for sure. It, but it is a hard job for them. Oh my gosh, I can't yeah. even imagine to be held accountable to God and then lead a family and children. Yeah, and I, this is what I was going to say. <laughs> Some, I love how you said, you know, if somebody, people that have been divorced, it's like, how can you trust or believe the Bible? And coming from a, a, a relationships of abuse, how can you trust a man? And it's easy to trust a man who trusts in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when you see the fruit of a man who trusts in the Lord, you want to submit because you see the benefit. You see um, the healing and the victory that it brings into your life and into your family's life. That's good. Yes, I completely agree. And... Um, I want to reiterate something that we talked about in the last po- the last podcast where it's like, you know, there's so many different voices. And yeah. as you've heard, even here we have the same opinion but dissenting opinions. And that's because we all have our different perspective, our, our different identity, different uh, things. But the foundational message is the Bible. Yeah. Um, and so we just want to encourage you, like, uh, read the word for yourself. And something that's been crazy to me is right now I'm, I'm reading uh, Leviticus and Leviticus, if you've ever read it, it, it's a lot, of, it's a lot of do's and don'ts. If you really take the time to study it, there's so much beauty in it. Oh, yeah. But, um, what most of us tend to do is kind of just read through it and you're like, okay, I just want to say I read this freaking book already. Um, <laughs> but what's crazy is that just reading that has actually brought me crazy in-depth revelation of other things. Because at the end of the day, the word is Jesus. Right. So when you read the word, whether you're reading Deuteronomy, whether you're reading genealogy, whether you're reading whatever, like it does apply. And so I just want to like encourage you guys. I I do believe that the Lord wants to release a a love for his word in this year. And, um, you know, that's the only way that you're going to keep saying, because there's going to be, especially I know I'm kind of ranting now, but, you know, with all these campaigns, with all these things that are going to be going on, um, you really need to know the Holy Spirit and the way that you need to, the way that you learn Holy Spirit and his voice is through the word. Mm -hmm. Um, There's ample stories in the Bible where it talks about, you know, there's wind, there's earthquakes, there's all these crazy things, but the voice of the Lord was in the still small voice. And so if you're using a social media as your church, if you're using these other things as your church, um, I strongly suggest that you really take some time and just dig into the word. Ask God to reveal himself to you. Ask Holy Spirit to come into your room, into your life, and just ask him to reveal the word to you. Mm -hmm. And he will. The moment that you fall in love with the word, you fall in love with life wholeheartedly. And so we just want to leave you with that, like, you know, don't drive yourself crazy. Like, what should I do? What should I not do? Like, everything that we're saying at the end of the day is our experience. It's our opinion. It's the only thing that we can talk to you about. But the testimony of Jesus is the only thing that really stands true. And so um, we just highly encourage you to read the word. We love the word. And so if you ever want to have Bible studies, I have a blog in the image in the image of day, D-E-I, and where I'm doing like this series on just getting to know the basics of the Bible because I think it's really important, you know, and um, I know Denise breaks down the Bible a lot and these ladies as well, like they're, we we just all love the word and so um, reach out to us. We, dude, like I can talk about Jesus all day long. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, thank you for tuning yes. in. It went longer. We we didn't cover the Q&A questions, so <laughs> stay tuned for part three, um, where we'll finally tell you where you can go out for dates. <laughs> um, it's oh, going to be. This one was supposed to be lighthearted. Yeah, this was supposed to be lighthearted. But you know what? I think we're, I think, I think Jesus is just zealous for his bride. I agree. And I think um, I he's just wanting us to. Get it together. Get it together. Like <laughs> back to the basics. Back to the basics. Yeah. Like honestly, Serving from the him. beginning to the end. Um, yeah. Like you know, there's good times, there's bad times, but it's just a romance. Like as yeah. Denise was saying, like God is love, and He can't anything that He says, war, mm-hmm. uh, discipline, rebuke, whatever the case may be. It's always a place of love. If yes. you don't understand that, then you know. It's not my job to make you understand that. It's the Holy Spirit. And so we just pray for you. We honor you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We pray that this um, touched your life some way, somehow. And if it did, please let us know. If you guys don't agree with us, like, 
please let us know as well. We, we welcome the controversy, obviously. We clearly. welcome the controversy. We love it. Um, yeah. So thank you, ladies. Um, you guys brought the thunder. I can <laughs> yeah. tell you guys were missing this. <laughs> um, so stay tuned yeah. for part three. <laughs> um, coming at you live. Well, not live, but and yeah. Sign up for In the Vine Dating Mixer. Back to yes. the basics. Inthevinedating.com. You can buy your ticket. And we hope to see you soon. Bye. Bye. Pray, wait. Pray for your single friends. It's hard out here. <laughs> Bye. 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 For this time. <laughs>